This is the Glisten Up Podcast. And we are Megan and Brad. Welcome to our show. Hey, Boo. What's up? How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. We're doing a little midweek pod. It's actually almost the end of the week. Yeah. Um, we were usually like a Sunday, Monday, but look, we're, we're consistent. So week to week, we're week making it happen. Week. <laughs> I know we should really be more like it's in the Google calendar, but you know what? We're doing it. We're, we're making it work. Life happens. Yes, that's right. What's going on? What's new? Just feeling this fall air right now. Having a tea at night. Um, I don't know. It just feels like fall. Yeah. We're in our cozies. Well, you're in more of your cozies. cozies. Do people call it co- Is that universal? Well, I feel like I started it, but yes, people call it cozies. You started pajamas being called Fall cozies. cozies. Okay. We we have a nice pink sunset right now, and I just feel grateful. I feel grateful to light this fall candle, vanilla pumpkin, Trader Joe's <laughs> candle, and sit here with you, and I'm just soaking in fall. What's the new saying that you have over our kitchen or sink right now? Oh, it's cute. Should I go get it? Sure. Okay. Be right back. Talk talk with the glistens. Hey, glisteners, aka folks. I hope all of you are doing well. Use my promo code BRAD for 10% off uh, at HelloFresh. Megan is now back with the saying. Okay. My mom, did my mom, yes, my mom gave us this. Live, okay, so this is a little sign that I just put in the kitchen. Live life when you have it. Life is a splendid gift. There is nothing small about it. Florence Nightingale said that quote. like snap after that. I love it. And so it's like kind of just like a little sign. So I put it right um, in the kitchen sink when I'm looking out the window. And it is true. It's like we get so caught up in to-do lists and I'm really trying to be better at it uh, of like what do I need to do today like how can I grow how can I be better and it's also like let's live in whatever aspect like do what makes you happy and find those pockets of joy in your day and hopefully you can eventually get to the point where your whole day is as joyful as possible you know but it's not always going to be that way so you got to find those pockets of joy for sure amen that was nice okay so Today we're doing a little, like, I guess it's a pre-wedding questionnaire, but really just like a general questionnaire for Bradford. We had some glisteners write in. Oh. And I love these. So I'm going to ask you a few cues. Are you ready? Cues? Cues. 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 Okay. When did you know I was the one? Wow. Okay. Thanks, (laughs) Thanks, glisteners. Good opening question. All right. One is one. Um, it's not one of those. Are you, were you ready for this or are you like, I'm ready. Yeah. No, just, yeah. Um, definitely not at first sight. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my God. I obviously had feelings at first sight, but I was like 16 or 15. I think people in their own lives maybe have that like, Oh, that's the one. And I have friends like that for sure. I think for me, it was that summer we came back to New York City after the first year and we got dinner together and then a bit of an argument 
and I kind of realized that summer and then in that moment that Megan was the one. So what is that? That's 2018. So I think that's the cool part about our relationship is that we really had to fight for it and it got to a point and I talked about this last time with sacrifice or two times ago with sacrifice. It finally got to a point where it's like, oh yeah, Megan's Megan's the one. It took me a long time to get there. And there's probably other moments where I where I thought the same thing. I think the time Megan broke up with me on Valentine's Day, uh, that those uh, we've already talked about those that. months after that. I definitely had some of those thoughts, but that could have been like the I can't have you anymore type of thought. So I wouldn't mark that up as like the most genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, knew that you were the one. Mm-hmm. So. What that took seven, eight, no, yeah, eight years to oh my god really get to that point, and that's the truth of it. Whoa! But there was definitely times throughout that where well, you kept coming back. Yeah. So you had to like have known a little bit. But genuinely, hundred percent. Genuinely, you are the one. Was was definitely coming back from our summers away, back into New York City, and that was it. Yeah. Do you want me to tell What's you the next cue? Oh, you don't even oh. want me to tell you. I, well, you asked, you said these are all mine, so. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll do another episode for that then. We don't have to go back and forth. You can, you can answer it. Let's hear it. No. I'm, no, please. I don't know that answer, so go ahead. Does she even know? Um, like, truly? Wow. See, she doesn't even know. <laughs> Like, truly, we had those moments, because I was always, like, hopeless romantic, like, wanting to be with you, and then mm-hmm. we, it, it hurt a lot of times, so we won't get into that, but I was nervous there for a second when you had moved t- here to New Hampshire, oh. and I was living in New York City. Like, I was definitely nervous. Like, we were dating, but I, it was almost, I don't know if you would agree with this, but it was kind of like, what's going to happen, almost? Yeah. So I didn't at that point, I was still young. Like, I mean, what, it was a few years ago, but I was like 25. And in my brain at that moment, I was like, I want to dance in New York City forever. Mm -hmm. So he's in New Hampshire. So I don't know about that, basically. I was like kind of putting like what I wanted to do first. Yeah. And so I think like COVID really changed that. Not that like you weren't the one before like COVID because that's not what it was. But I think just like the distance was such a big barrier that I was almost like pushing it back in my head. Like it was obviously a problem because we were like, I'm not moving to New Hampshire. This is pre COVID times, but I had never gone through an experience where we were living together. And then I was like, I literally can't live without you. And I, I never got the chance to feel that until the pandemic because we hadn't, been like that it was always long distance so i don't think there was that wasn't when i was like he's the one because like you've always been like everything so i can't really pinpoint it but what i will say is like i'd never had the opportunity to realize Mm. until covid living at your brother's house being like oh i i can't i can't not live with you anymore i can't move back to new york city so I agree. that's my long-winded answer. Love it. You do? That's nice. Glad you do. <laughs> okay. Um, how do we handle arguments? That's the question. Yeah. 
how do we handle arguments? Yeah. <laughs> or like, do do we argue? Yes. Not a lot. Do you think? No, it's not like we're arguing every second um, or any. We definitely argue, but like, I don't. I also think we handle it very well. That's the question. How do we handle arguments? So. I think it's just human for us. We sometimes we need a bit of space. Sometimes we immediately realize we're wrong and go back and apologize. Sometimes we just know we're in a mood, so it's okay. Um, most of the time I just shut my mouth. And then she realizes a little later that she's been cray. I think is the way to put it. Yeah, no, I think I think it's very natural how we handle it. I think I keep saying I think I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, it's taking a deep breath, no matter what argument, and going back and talking to the person, no matter how much of like a pride or ego hit that is, mm-hmm. and just going, hey, what, what's going on? And it goes to the last question of like we can't live without each other. Then like you have to work it out eventually. Yeah, and when you learn each other more and more, then you can, you know, begin to <laughs> start to do things to avoid those conversations or arguments because you just go your way to do that for the other person. And that's part of like the sacrifice um, aspect of things. But yeah, I don't know. Like we don't argue a ton, but we do say. have, we do have like some late night blowouts and it's just, but like you're saying blowouts. Like I, I honestly, when I saw this question, like we don't, Art, like we'll bicker for a second and then we I think bickers, we yeah. usually laugh about it. It's very temporary. But I'm never very, like very temporary. Yeah. There are a few times where I'm like so like I've never even been like seething mad at you, but like where I'm like serious mad. Agreed. Like yeah, me too. I'm like mad, annoyed mad. You got you know, like when you're just annoyed nothing mad. festers over no, like it's just no. yeah, it's not. You just like resolve it, so that's why I'm I'm grateful for that. But I I would say, but we, I would say all the things we've been through, we're comfortable with that yeah. now because I would say what four or five years ago, yeah. we would be in stuff and it would yeah right. Like, but I, I would say him. we're very good at handling arguments. Slash, we rarely argue. If you would agree, good question. Good question. Okay, moving on. What's your love language? Whoa, do you know? What does that mean? There's like five love languages. It's like physical touch, words of affirmation. Um, what are the other ones? I need to Google it. Does I don't think I'm know? ready. I don't think I'm ready for this question. So what do you prefer? I, I think yours are, um, oh, it's acts of service, which yours is acts of service. That's what yours is. Um, acts of service. That's yeah. my love language. Boom. That, that's what you like. Sure. From me. Acts of service. So like... Um, coming to your game, doing something for you, oh. cleaning for like that. No, 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 no. Me showing my affection to you. That's how I show love. Yeah. What do I like? I. The five being are genuine acts of service, <laughs> physical touch, receiving gifts. Oh, quality time or words of affirmation. You want me to repeat it? I think the last two there: quality time and words of affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because that's like for me, that's being authentic. And, and talking to someone and then spending genuine time with someone is like what I appreciate the most. Yeah. yeah. I just said acts of service because I, this, I didn't even know. I forgot quality time, but cause you, 
I think it's always cool that you come to the game. I I enjoy it, but it's not... Yeah, it means a lot, but it's not where I get my love from. Yeah, so words of affirmation is like positive self-talk, compliments, active listening, which we have been Mm. doing a really good job active listening lately. Who created love language? What is this? This It's a thing. And then quality time, taking trips, taking time for yourself, meditation, or walks. Like, do you like doing that? Yeah, I like doing that with people. Yeah. So I th- I would say what do you, what would you say mine are not receiving gifts, that's not. Meanwhile, there's three Amazon boxes every day. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You know what? Have you seen an Amazon box lately? I've been doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I sure, sure. I haven't. Um, I gotta I, save you my. Have, I I really like you said all five of them, and I nothing went in my head here. So. Okay, so is mine acts of service, which we talked about. Physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, or words of affirmation. Quality time and physical touch. Agreed. Boom. Good job. All right. That was nice. Um, let's do two more and then peace Keep out. it coming, listeners. I want to watch the Derek Jeter <laughs> documentary. You do? <laughs> yeah, I'm really into it. It's Love really Jeter. good. Yeah. It's really a, a, that is a definition of manifestation because, you know, you see these social media things like, oh, I just manifested it and it came to life. And like, that's not even the piece of the puzzle for it. But someone was telling me today too, there's statistical evidence, statistical, is that my word of the podcast? I can't pronounce about writing out lists and truly having those on you your whole life and yeah, manifesting like. There was a coach, a uh, football coach, Lou Holtz, that was the Notre Dame coach for years. And he had stuff on his list like meet the Pope, and he did that. And there was like win a national championship, what he did, but like go skydiving. And it just like he literally, literally checked off the entire list mm-hmm. because he, he had his things that he wanted to accomplish and yeah. just kept like working at them in different ways at different times of his life. So that was, that was, I mean, it makes sense. Duh. You can keep a list. You you go do it. No, but but to do big life goals and actually check those off are pretty cool. Because you're constantly focused on that end game. So it's like, what do I need to do to get there? Yeah. Because if you really laser focus on it, I believe that you truly can. So that really re-inspired me to see Derek Jeter was like a number one Yankees fan since, and he said, I'm going to be the shortstop for the Yankees. That's what he said. And it's like, he did. So we should watch it. Yeah. And then the con, also the Kanye, I don't know if it's a documentary, if it's still out, but he said the same thing. He's like, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to win whatever a Grammy. Like he said all of that way, way, way before. You just believe. You believe in yourself. So I think that's really cool. I don't know how I got there, but let's finish our two questions. All right. Okay. Um, what are you most excited for in marriage or about marriage? What are you most excited about marriage? I mean, we're kind of doing it. <laughs> you mean there's going to be no difference? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, we're kind of doing it. I, I guess like maybe the material things of like a ring and saying my wife is a very cool life um, step. I think that's really great. And truly having to share and sacrifice different financial benefits, life plans, kids talk, like all of that. 
I think that's the next big one, right? All of those things. But I think we're doing it right now, and yeah, I I think the first that gotta stop saying. I think the first initial step of the ring and marriage of saying you're my wife is what I'm most excited about in the immediate, and then the kid talk and finding our own place and all of that is definitely the step after that. You love, love it. I don't even, I mean, I will, I am excited for you to have a ring. Cause it's like, Oh my gosh, you're my husband. Whoa. You're my hub. What do I call you? <laughs> no. Um, I'm excited to have a husband and it, for it to be you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Asterisk there. I'm also excited for, um, our vow exchange cause we're doing our own vows. Yeah, so beautiful. like that, it's like the first step. So that's, I'm excited for the rest of my life with you. Wow. Last thing. What's your favorite thing about me? Wow. Sorry. Long, awkward silence. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite thing about you. Hard to find something, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh... I would say your your drive. It's like a drive, adaptability, and perseverance. And like that comes out in your career, but it more comes out in your relationships, which I'm more attracted to than anything that you have this commitment and drive to be a really great sister, a really great daughter. Um really great friend i think that's really inspiring for me and that you have a similar background to me with like family and your values but it's it meets stuff that i maybe (laughs) did too much when i was a kid like this is such a small thing but like you didn't have tv growing up so your free time is spent like more productively than what I did growing up, which is a lot of TV. And I love that you have that embedded in you. So when we go to do things or we want to do things like you bring out that positive side besides me, you, while we just talked about watching Derek too. <laughs> but I think, I think it's that it's like the, the positives that I wish I was more of on a daily basis. And then also the, the drive and commitment to, just being the best person possible and it drives me to be a better person. And I think in a life partner, that's all you could really ask for. So, Oh my God. There you go. I'm literally going to cry. That was so good. I got the glisteners. They asked. Oh I delivered. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I should say my favorite thing about you before we end. Always has to have the last word. Do you want to end it here? They'll have to wait. <laughs> no, we, we aren't back and forth with our okay. questions, so you shouldn't answer it. I'll let you have the last word after I'm I finish. I'm kidding. Go ahead. My favorite thing about you, I think you know this already, you're like my sense of calm, like my sense of humor and my sense of calm because I apparently am not funny. Um, <laughs> I think I'm funny sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just like a crazy storm of like a lot of things doing a lot of things thinking about a lot of things and I love to have fun but like I forget sometimes 
And so mm. you are my sense of calm, rock, solid ground to stand on. Nice. Yeah. Good this is good practice because I'm like talking to you and getting teary-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have the last word. Let's go watch Derek Jeter. No. Um, I enjoyed all the questions that were sent in. It's really nice. Yeah, I, that was sweet. We'll do another one. Yeah. And no, I look forward to continual podcasts and, and getting back to it. And I'm Megan's the one that comes up with the themes and what we're doing. I will bring something to the table. I swear I will. <laughs> and actually um, have something to talk about. But I know our last week's podcast or whenever about our first jobs and mm-hmm. jobs. That was partially my idea. Yeah, that was. So I'll take that. Yeah. But I want, I definitely want to bring more to the table in terms of theme. So that is my intention this week. There you go. I love it. Um, oh, sorry. I don't want to have the last word. I just wanted it to say. It doesn't matter. I just wanted to say, I would, I think we should leave the listeners with one piece of inspo. I like what you said about just having an intention. Do you want to add upon that just to leave them with a little inspo for their week? Because it's Monday when this these come out. Oh, this comes out Monday. Um, so anything you'd like to leave them? It's fall. It's October. First week in October. Or second week in October. You should trust people initially always until they give you a reason not to trust them. Oh, wow. That came out of left field. So that is uh, positive but also sharp at the same time. Love it. Boom. All yeah. right. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Hey, listeners! thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Glisten Up podcast. Brad and I would absolutely love if you could hit that follow button and leave us a rating and review, either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. It helps the show so much. We want to reach as many listeners as possible and inspire you for your week. So share this with a friend, whoever you feel like needs a little extra glisten this week, and we will see you next Monday.